Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I'm your host, Elena Stoddard, and I'm so excited for you to be here today and be listening to this episode because I have another wonderful, amazing, spectacular returning guest on, and I hope that you listened to uh, her first podcast episode with us. It was, I think it's called something along the lines of like college safety tips nobody talks about or tells you something along those lines but this is the dazzling wonderful Sophia Padgett hello (laughs) welcome back welcome back and I just want to give a little like recap for anyone who didn't hear the first episode that we had can you just like quickly describe our friendship like how are you and I sitting here together today well we met through cross country like sophomore year And we really didn't get to know each other until, like, senior year of high school, I would say. But then we became, like, really close because COVID Mm -hmm. and stuff, like, separated kind of us into our small little group. Yeah, yeah. So I would say that sums it up really great. We're just, like, hometown friends and, (laughs) yeah. And so something about Sophia that I don't think we really touched on in the first episode that we talked about and honestly some of these things I didn't know about until recently and like I've been pretty good friends with this woman for like a good at least year and a half now and it's that you have a lot of weird quirks (laughs) I do (laughs) and I'm not just trying to be like oh my gosh she's so quirky she's She's not like I'm not like other girls (laughs) no like honestly there are some very interesting quirks because we (laughs) I mean that in the nicest way possible. <laughs> Makes great content. She made a little half heart for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're going to be talking about like mental health and basically what it's like living with ADHD. Because ADHD gets such a stigmatized rep. And until I really met you, like, yeah, I learned about it in, like, psychology class and read up on the disease. <laughs> but until I really, like, was friends with someone who had it, I was like, holy cow, this is what your life is like? And so hopefully as a listener, you can learn some cool things that you don't know or like didn't know before. And if you do have ADHD as well, maybe you can relate and be like, OMG, that's me too, miss. Like, woo. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and actually I'm getting off track, but just to continue foreshadowing what this episode's going to entail, it's going to have living with ADHD, mental health, other little cool quirky things that I promise you are really interesting. And it's not just like some main character bullshit crap and we're also just gonna be having a little fun discussion at the end talking about dating and flirting just a little bit of like (laughs) your favorite ways to flirt but that's at the end that's at the end so yeah back to my original question what is ADHD and what is it like for you personally so ADHD like stands for attention (laughs) deficit we're we're recording we're we're dealing with ADHD me right now also um, attention deficit, defi- oh my god, deficit hyperactive disorder, or it can also be called ADD sometimes, which just takes the hyper out, hyperactive out of the situation. Okay, so it's the, basically um, the same thing? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, there's been, like, back and forth on whether we should, like, distinguish those or not. What happened to your fiddle toy? Oh, I just put it back. Oh, you don't want your fiddle toy? No, it's okay. <laughs> I got a fidget toy out, and then I put it back, and she's... I'm like, as she's talking, I'm like, where's her fidget toy? As we as we talk about mental health and ADHD, I'm like, where is my friend's fidget toy? <laughs> Stole it from my brother. Um, 
But yeah, um, what's it like? <laughs> One of my friends, so I really didn't know anyone else with ADHD, like, at least similar to mine until college when I met, like, yeah. a really good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we were talking about it and we, we really experience it the same way because different people have very different, like, symptoms yeah. and ways of experiencing it. It's, like, a spectrum. But her and I, like, experience it the similar way and it's really nice to, like, have someone that, like, knows how your brain works. So how does your brain work? So she <laughs> describes it. One, like, this is one of my favorite things she's, like, ever said. She was, like... It's like there's like a thousand TV screens in front of you. All of them are on a different channel and they're all playing sound and like lights at the same time. And you can't pick out a certain one to focus on, right? Because there's so many. And they're like flying past and stuff like there's everything's going on, right? That's so interesting. So it's just a bunch of TV screens and different shows and movies and sound. And the news and whatever. Like, imagine a thousand TV screens. Holy cow. I've never (laughs) heard of that before. That's a great way to describe it. Like, tell me what you're noticing right now. Um, me? Like, right now. Okay, well, I noticed that you are sitting, um, our setup is you're sitting on the bed across from me, you're fidgeting with your foot, (laughs) (laughs) um, and I just heard the air in your house turn off, and that's kind of it. Maybe not dropping the pencil, watching your mic and your levels, and that's about it. (laughs) Okay, I'm hearing crickets outside. I'm hearing the air did just shut off. I heard the bath just shut off. I hear you talking. I hear the light buzzing. And that's just oh all I hear. Oh my. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? my brain is going to, like, everything at once. And I also, I'm also noticing the same. <laughs> like, I Holy a little bit cow. More. The light's buzzing is such a big one for me. I don't know why. You can't see it because this is not a video podcast, but my jaw is dropped. I've never thought of it that people way. People breathing sometimes. Like, if I'm really? overstimulated, I'm like, the lights are buzzing, people are breathing, people are making noise. Like <laughs> That's so interesting to me that you can actually hear the light. I didn't even think about the crickets outside, like the water shutting There's off. There's a car outside. Where? A no? couple streets down. Maybe a train? I don't oh, know what wow, that noise is. Oh, wow, that is so impressive. But, like, it's just, like, I hear that, like, that's constantly in the background. Like, my brain is processing that. And it's like, hello? There's something going on. So it's, like, easy to yeah. be like, what's that? What's that? I mean, I guess one way I could describe it for someone who doesn't have ADHD, this is all hypothetical because I'm not self-incriminating here. And also, it's what I've heard is that it could kind of be related to, like, a bad trip on weed. Like I, I heard, wouldn't know. But. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't really know either, but I've heard from other people that they notice, like, every little tiny thing when they're, like, having a bad trip being high. And there's, like, a thing with weed. I mean, we can get to that, like, a little bit later because I have, uh-huh. like, one more way to describe it. Yeah. But, um, like, like, weed and, like, certain things like caffeine can really help some people with their ADHD and, like, really not help. Like, for example, caffeine puts me to sleep. It puts you to sleep. That's but a like some people, it's like self medicating. <laughs> oh dang, that's wild. It calms them down, but for me, it just like knocks me yeah. out. <laughs> Screw melatonin. Let me give you a Starbucks coffee, Literally. and you'll be like, eh. you'll be out. Literally, I will drink like tea and coffee before bed. Cause oh. <laughs> and so, how do you like manage then if you are being stimulated by literally triple, quadruple what I? see and hear every day like a quote normal person not calling you abnormal i'm just saying you know there's like neurodivergent is the word 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, cool. So how do you deal with that then? Because um, it's probably a lot, right? So specifically for me, I like meds work really well for me. And there's overstimulation and understimulation and ADHD. You're usually one of the two. Like that so is can you baseline. describe to our listeners and me what the difference are? <laughs> um, so overstimulation is like, like honestly, if you've had an anxiety attack or something, you probably know what that beginning feeling is like. You're like, there's so much going on around me. And that's when it gets like to be too much. Mm-hmm. But like a general overstimulation is like, there's so much going on around me. Like my brain's just kind of like gonna be like on low power mode mm-hmm. versus understimulation. It's like, like. I don't know, there's this one guy on TikTok who's like, oh, we're like looking for the dopamine. We're seeking dopamine because part of it is a dopamine deficiency. And dopamine is the happy, the happy it chemical? Is, it is one of the happy chemicals. Okay. The serotonin is the other one. Okay, got um, it. So we have a little bit of a lower level of that and the norepinephrine as well. Isn't that like adrenaline? Like, isn't that? Yeah. Is, that's what they put in allergy shots. <laughs> I know things. Yep. My business major self knows things. <laughs> I got a wink with that. <laughs> um so and there can be mixtures of the two mm-hmm. or one or the other like with ADHD again presents differently. Mm-hmm. Um and so different things work for different people. Like caffeine might work with the people for the people with norepinephrine deficiencies like a little more. Yeah. Versus me, it kind of puts me to bed, like, you know. But we're always looking for the dopamine. So a big source of dopamine for me is sugar. So I'll snack on sugar once my meds are off, usually. I remember you telling me that, like, your meds that you take, what, they last till, what, 8, 9 p.m. at night? 8, if I'm, like, taking them at, like, 8 or 7 a.m. So, like, 12 hours. And then afterwards, you said at night, like, in school, like, college, you just snack on candy. And, like, barely got anything done, yeah. But, I mean, it got me somewhere. But now I have, like, a little, like, I have that extended release one. Mm -hmm. But now I have a little, like, it's it's literally right there. It's Um, a little booster? It's a little booster for late night stuff because I was taking my EMT class. Mm -hmm. And it was 6 to 10 p.m. And I was like, I can't do that. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that would be bad if I couldn't focus for two hours. (laughs) No, literally. Okay, and I'm sure as a listener, we all know that one person in our life where they are a big brain smarty pants, like they have the best GPA you know, like you don't understand your homework, oh, they got you, bae. But like, you hear about their time management, and you're like, what? You, you, you've been doing your homework for five hours, how, how, how are you not done? But yet again, they're smarter than you, and you're like, what? That is the definition of you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, part of it is, like, hyper-focusing. Yeah. Um, when, again, it's the searching for the dopamine thing. Mm-hmm. If we find something that really interests us, for me, it might be, like, a STEM class or something. Or, um, like, scrapbooking or yeah. something like that. Um, I will spend literal hours on it because it gives me that dopamine and I'm excited about it and I hyper-focus on it. And then I promptly forget about it and never do it again like there's an unfinished painting sitting right there like you know (laughs) um but like it just gives me that dopamine until it doesn't and then I'm like okay done but and so does that mean that like during this hyper focus session that you are not like eating you're not going to the bathroom you're not drinking like you're just like boom I mean sometimes I can but like it depends on the mood of the day I guess but um okay gotcha mainly like I'm just like in zoned in on it for a while and then there's the zoning out part but and then also sometimes homework takes hours because I can't get myself to focus on that one TV screen. Oh, or, yeah. Or, like, another way I describe it is, like, like you know when you're, like, super, 
tired and you feel kind of like placed back in your head a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Like, you're like, it's cl- like you're and like, you got that fog over your eyes. Yes. It's it cloudy. It feels like that. Mm. That I hate that feeling, but like it feels like that. And it feels like you're like Jekyll and Hyde when you're on your meds versus you aren't. Cause like it feels like that fogginess is taking over in a way and you can't like do anything. So like getting mm-hmm. homework done is a hassle. I see what you mean by that. Yeah. And I guess I really like hearing about what your life, like how you live your <laughs> daily life because it's something where if you don't have it, you just don't know about it. Like I... Oh, 100%. I don't have ADHD. So when I hear you talk about this, I'm like, that is crazy wild. Like <laughs> I think it's really interesting. I mean, I'll see, yeah. I wouldn't know about it because you just don't experience it. And like another thing that was like also helpful for me is like I got into art like a little bit. Yeah. Barely. But like I doodle. Um, and my friend is like a really good artist yeah. and like people with ADHD feel like they're better or like they have more creative ideas flowing when they're off their meds usually. Yeah, that but, makes sense. And she was like really down about that when she started her meds. Um, but then like again her brother, who I believe is autistic, another reason why we connected so much. Yeah. Um like, was like, oh, you're just putting it into boxes and storing it away, and then you can pull up whatever idea you want. Like, it's like, that's oh. another way of thinking about it that made it, like, a lot nicer, because, like, I know I felt that, and a lot of people feel like yeah. they can't reach those creative ideas anymore when they're just somewhere in your brain stored away. Oh, I get because you felt like, oh, getting medicated means my cool creativeness goes away. It that- feels like that, yeah. Yeah, I totally understand it's that. It's weird, though, because you don't have those random ideas popping in your head that but yeah. then you can, like, store them and use them later. Like, you don't yeah. have to write ideas on my hand. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> I remember you were trying to remember something, and you go, if I put it on my hand, I can't lose the sticky note. Because <laughs> I went through a, like, couple year-long phase where sticky notes were working for me like a charm because I would just see it and I'd be like oh I need to do that I think you had a pile of at least 50 sticky notes or more on your desk they're at a time there. <laughs> yeah there's still um, some on your desk but um recently that hasn't been working for me as well because I think I got used to them oh you need, yeah so now I need a new way so I'm resorting back to writing on my hand until I figure out what that new way is phone, yeah phone notes work yeah another um, thing with ADHD is out of sight out of mind is completely a how real thing. Go. Like, a real thing. If I don't have that post-it note there, or if I don't have it on my hand, it's gone. <laughs> You're never seeing it again. Like, like if you ask me what shirts aren't wrapped up in my closet right now, I could not tell you. Really? I think there's a green one. <laughs> That's the super interesting. one. That's it. That is so interesting, because right now, or also it could just be my personality, I could tell you, like, if, my, if I needed a certain shirt, I could tell my dad exactly where to find that shirt. If if it was a shirt that I wore a lot, I would be able to like that green one right there. Yeah. Um. But or like, I don't. I know I couldn't tell you a book on my bookshelf without looking. But um, because <laughs> I don't really read that much anymore. Yeah. But like I couldn't tell because those are the shirts I don't wear as much, and I'm not taking them to college. Like I could not tell you. That's so interesting because I could tell you where my unworn shirts are. Oh yeah, no. But also that could just be a me thing because I think um. Or like, what did you eat for dinner last night? Last night for dinner, I had, um, it's like this ravioli thing that you can get at Mariano's. I don't remember and... what I had for dinner. Oh, really? Yeah, and I had red sauce with it. I think we had steak. <laughs> but that's besides the point. So pairing all of this now with having anxiety, <laughs> which is another layer on it, how do you manage that with ADHD? Well, 
see the thing is ADHD meds usually make anxiety worse. So I take oh, lovely. again meds <laughs> meds for some reason work for me and that is so not the case for most people. I am lucky. But so I have anxiety meds, but when I up my ADHD meds, I have to up my anxiety meds, which is a whole roller coaster. Mm-hmm. And like that's fine, I guess. But like Remember, when we went on that road trip, I had an anxiety attack. That's because I tried switching ADHD meds, and they were making me anxious, right? Oh, like, I see. So there's, like, a balance to it. You got to yeah. figure it out. But, like, honestly, mm-hmm. sometimes I'll, like, I'll be having that executive dysfunction lying in bed. Like, I can't get up and do my homework, and my brain's like, oh, my God, you don't do your homework. You're not going to do well, and then you're not going to learn, and you're not going to go to med school, and you're not going to become a doctor. Like, yeah. it goes like that, and then I'm, like, sitting there, like, so the, in this paralysis, freaking so out. is it kind of like two devils? Not even an angel. Two devils on your <laughs> Two shoulder. devils are there. Literally, one is an anxiety devil, and the other one's ADHD. And one's just, spiraling, like, and the other is not doing anything to help. <laughs> <laughs> one is falling off a cliff, and the other one's like, oh, oh. You, you got that. I'm going to sit here and You're drink like, my juice. I can't do anything about that. <laughs> I didn't Turns see that. Head. You know, the what? little blind emoji walking. Like, <laughs> I, I see nothing. That's exactly what it's like. Or it's like nudging them off the cliff with the cane. <laughs> oh, oopsies, my bad. Push. Whoops. Okay, that's super interesting. And so kind of transitioning then into just one very specific odd quirk that I literally learned about Sophia the other day and I thought this was so wild and I told my mom about it she thought it was wild too is that you just can't taste certain things oh no (laughs) (laughs) like okay as a listener tell me if like in your head tell me if the following foods and things have a taste do capers have a taste little green thingies does parmesan cheese have a taste Oh, what about what you said? Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Do different types of bread. Taste different. Like sourdough versus whole wheat versus white bread. Um, What else? Celery. Does celery have a taste? Carrots. Carrots? I mean, my answer. mozzarella cheese. Mozzarella cheese? You can't taste cheeses either? I can taste some cheese, but mozzarella cheese does not. Have a That's taste. so interesting because and you cannot tell me it does. All these foods I just listed, I can taste perfectly fine. Except I heard that if sprinkles have a taste, that's debatable. But let's just say they do. Um, you <laughs> can't taste any of that. No, and that's wild to me. I have extra tissue in my nose, and like taste is like eighty percent smell. Mm-hmm. So like, I can't smell as well. So therefore, I can't taste as well. So like. I didn't know different types of bread had different tastes. Like, I always wondered why people had a preference. Really? Yeah. To bread. And then, like, until I was, like, 18. And I don't know how I figured that out. Because somebody you went, said something about it. And I was like, what? You went 18 years without knowing that bread yeah, has a I taste? Yeah, taste it at all, ever. So you just were like, oh, they care, old weirdos, looking at the packaging. How I was like, why do you care if it's white bread? <laughs> Seems a little racist to me. <laughs> <laughs> That is so wild to me. Wait, do you have any other, like, over the years of our friendship, have we thought of any other, like, differences in how we interact with the world that are different? Oh, I feel like there probably are. More, but, like, I just can't think of, that's the one that I had written down that I wanted to talk about, and I just can't remember any of the other ones. I'm sure I do. Alrighty, so kind of just wrapping up all that topic, we're going to round this out with a rapid fire three tips of your favorite way to flirt. Because we got to add something little like fun and goofy on here. I came up with this theory and it is, I call it the girl bus gatekeep gaslight. Okay, let's hear it. Let's hear this theory. So, 
at one point during freshman year, I walked up to this guy. Never met him before. Never seen him before in my okay. life. Okay. And I was like, oh my gosh, you look so familiar. Like, do I know you from somewhere? And Wait, he was that, like completely paid. Oh, completely. I was gaslighting him so hard. And I was. Oh my gosh. And I girl bossed. I walked up to him confidently like I knew him. Yeah. He played along because like, of course, like if somebody comes up to you and is like, oh my God, I know you from somewhere. Oh, you can't just say no. Exactly. Because yeah, then so, you look like and a then jerk. You pop into a conversation with them. And you're like, and they're like, oh, do I know you from this class? Do I know you from this club? Like, oh. then you get to know a bit about them without. <gasps> they give you information. Without giving, without you giving any information about yourself. And then you can decide if you want to keep going or be like, oh, I don't know. And then walk away. Where's the gatekeep in this? The gatekeep is I'm all innocent. And I'm like, what? Like, hello? Like, I don't. Oh. I'm just like, do I know you? And then slowly things progress to whatever. Right? Oh, I like that. Like, I'm coming in like, oh my gosh, like, do I know you from somewhere? No other intentions. <laughs> okay, okay, nice. And then you're in a conversation, boom, you're talking, you're flirting, whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's a great way to just get a very initial read on someone. It's amazing. Okay, so that's number one. Do you have another one besides mm-hmm. that theory? Which I, I love that one. I will be using that theory. Especially if you don't know them. Like, if you do know them, just go up and talk to them. But, like, if you don't know them, you can pretend like you do. And Dude, it's, I it's have so to funny. use that. And you're like, what's your name again? Like, that's my best one for sure. <laughs> the other two are going to be like, what? I know you always say, like, big, like, physical contact. Like, touch them on the shoulder or, like, yeah. giggle or something. Mm-hmm. Like, find a way to, like, touch be them eventually. close yeah, to them. Like, touch them. <laughs> like, on the shoulder or something. Yeah, like, not in that way. Like, not in that it way. It doesn't need to be, like, sexual or, like, yeah. romantic or anything. You just need to, like, make physical contact with them. And I think that's very true. And, like, eye contact. No, literally, eye you can get someone through eye contact. Think about it. It's a sex study. Really? They had people stare into each other's eyes for a minute straight and asked if they felt closer to each other, and they did. Really? They did a whole psychology study on it? Yeah, and they were like complete strangers and just like stared at each other in the eye <laughs> silently. Meanwhile, as we're talking, we're yeah. currently just staring each other down. <laughs> use, use the psychology tricks on them. <laughs> Literally. Alrighty. So I feel like that is a great way to end this week's episode. Ah. I'm so happy that you are now in the Okie Dokie Hall of Fame of repeat guests. Oh my gosh. This is the only time you want to I'm be excited. a repeat offender. It's on this <laughs> podcast. Yes. Alright, as always, thank you for listening and I hope that you, actually we collectively, hope that you have an amazing rest of your week. Have an amazing week. Bye. Bye. Bye.